it just a little bit. But I'm not. sure. Well, 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 no, but but if you actually look, at, I mean, like if you listen to the music that's being played, if you look at Macaulay Culkin's, like how he's um, communicating his like feelings in it, he's not like sure he's scared, but it's not like a horror movie sort of scared. I would say like you could pr- like classify it more as like a drama. Um, but Is, I don't know. Are are horror movies? suspenseful by definition because like saw i haven't seen but that isn't really like a suspense horror right that's just like a horror horror um i think that there's some suspense in there um and i don't know is is horror and terror like a type of suspense like a specific subset of suspense I, I guess which way does it go? Where are the 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 subsets? Yeah, what is that hierarchy? Is 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 suspense a type of horror, or is horror a type of suspense? Well, dramas can be suspense. Yeah. So would that put suspense above? You could have a suspense kids movie. Um. Well, also, like, I mean, you have like. Like blue green, right? Like blue's a color, green's a color, um, and there there is a relationship between those two colors. But then you also have a color that is part blue and part green, to like a, a different degree that we call like blue green, right? So suspense I mean, could be blue. Blue is right. not part green. Oh, oh well, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. So. I mean, I think suspense and drama could be like technically it could be the other way around because light, light yeah. over because green and blue, like in a in a monitor RGB, um, mm-hmm. you get yellow by subtracting blue from green, and it's like a trick on the eyes. Mm. Yeah, because um, what is it? Um, light works opposite. To well, it's like the the the, the old cyan magenta, like the the, the color pigments mm-hmm. uh, form differently than an ink. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They overlap differently. Yeah, which I think that's interesting in its own right. Um, but I think you could have drama being adjacent to suspense, and I don't know either drama being like suspense plus something else or suspense being or maybe you have like drama suspense and horror and suspense is like a combination of horror and uh uh drama so it's like a a secondary sort of uh uh, emotion but then you could have like dramatic suspense or you could have horror expense uh suspense I'm not like saying that that is the case or anything, but just like hypothetically, is a rom-com a suspense movie? Um, I think that's just a uh, a, a trash movie. That's what that is. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that, but like, it's positive suspense, I love isn't it? Rom-coms, relax. Oh, shut the hell up, Mike! You never seen? I bet Mike was watching uh, Queer Eye before he got on here too. <laughs> <laughs> what's, that, what's that movie with uh, Ben Stiller and uh... something about Mary? Yeah, no, that's a, nah. Something about Mary is fire. It's something that's a rom com. Uh, 
It's something about Along a Cherokee Polly. That's the Long Cane Polly fire movie. I got like ten of them bitches I can hit you with that you like, and I know you like. Oh well, you struggled with one just <laughs> I now. I remember the fucking name, bro. He's got uh, ten in his pocket, but he can't remember the one. I get Is it. that like the, the wallet's in the other pants? <laughs> <laughs> It's in the pocket, it's just in the other pocket. <laughs> Mike, you look drowsy. <laughs> you just wake up from a nap, bro? Nah, I'm just chilling, bro. i been on the move since Christmas Eve. So, we all good, though. <clears throat> I've been recording this, too. Um, oh, so. I know. <laughs> Welcome to the No Consensus Podcast. You, um... Grinches, you Scrooges. Uh, they call me Mike, Mike Jack, M-I-C. Um, Jack of all trades. Jack, uh, ooh, Jack myself off. Jack in a box. All of them things. Uh, to my right today is my boy Wazzy, a.k.a. the uh, Gallon Milk, a.k.a. Whole Fat, a.k.a. Whole Wheat, a.k.a. Uh, Pumpernickel. And then below him is my boy Jake, the Jack O'Lantern. AKA uh, the Jaco Lantern, as I like to call it, AKA uh, Benjamin Button, AKA uh, um, uh, Dr. Frankenstein. And uh, cheers, boys. <laughs> oh, 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 I wasn't ready for the cheers. There we go. Cheers. <laughs> I'm off the uh, Moscato today. What you sipping on, Jake? I'm two fisting it here. I got a. <laughs> <laughs> the maker's mark um look at your hair right now looks like the guy that's been too fist in it all day <laughs> he looks- i got the maker's mark over here <laughs> and then i got the uh new orthodox india pale ale series boss tweed double pale ale guava coming in at that 9.3 percent alcohol what <laughs> that was a lot of words that, that so like much. together that was so, so, bro, so the Hold How, up, hold up. It's eighteen ninety nine for what? That's a four pack too, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't eighteen ninety nine. Oh. Um You're what was lying. it here? I see it says eighteen ninety nine. It, it says can. that, but I, he didn't rung me up for eighteen ninety nine. <laughs> it don't matter. Somebody up there paid eighteen ninety nine for that bitch. Uh so the uh the brewery is new orthodox, um, out of Williamston, Michigan. Well, and then they have they have uh, uh, an eight, uh, an IPA series, and they have their double India Pale Ale called the Boss Tweed, and this is the guava version of that. It's a uh, nine point three percent alcohol, and uh, it is hazy. And I have recently come to learn that. Uh, I don't know, a lot of beer aficionados had told me that I was being um, a hater for hating on IPAs. I still mm-hmm. feel like that's not the wrong, uh, pers- like, I, f- I don't think I was wrong. Um, I agree with you for the most part. But but they uh, they did say, like, well, you got to go ahead and find the one. Okay, well, that just seems like I need to get addicted yeah. um, to the point where I'm willing to look past it. Um, but I will say that these hazy, uh, how many of these have a fucking head? Uh, <laughs> I will say that these hazy IPAs, um, juicy IPAs, whatever you want to call them, 
um, those are rather delicious. I, I do like those. Yeah. So if you have to find the right one, doesn't that mean you don't like it as a category, but you happen to like one of them? Well, I mean, like, do you gotta, I, do you gotta find the right woman? Crime shows, but if I like Criminal Minds because of character development, I don't. I still don't like criminals or uh, like d d detective shows. I just like that one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, people people would say the same thing about coffee, though. You know, like, oh, well, you just gotta have enough coffee, and then uh, and then you'll like it and stuff. That but... is an acquired taste. <laughs> well, maybe maybe IPA is an acquired taste, but um, I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know, because um, I still am not a fan of plenty of IPAs. It but, takes like, some people longer to acquire it than us. <laughs> well, I mean, but but these these bad boys I really enjoy. Okay. So I'm gonna have um, to get one of them twenty dollar beers off you DM one of these days. Is it less bitter than huh? than most? Is it less bitter than most IPAs or more um, citrusy? Uh, a lot more citrusy. Um, and what, how do you feel about the church selling beers? Well, I mean, for one, uh, it's this isn't the church, but <laughs> the church has no problem with alcohol, man. It's these uh, uh, damn uh, Protestant teetotalers who've uh, totally misunderstood things. They, you say okay, what, what actually, did you just on. call them? Teetotalers. Teetotalers. Yeah, teetotalers, and they know who the fuck I'm talking about. Um, them and their damn temperance, uh, uh, temperance movements. Um, oh man, Jake. Boy, the, here's the comical with thing. Some shit, bro. Go ahead. Here's the here's the comical thing about those guys. They try to Can you, you look know, up teetotalers while he's doing this. Uh... Not not toddlers. <laughs> I know what it was. Yeah. So, uh, um, what is it here? They'll go ahead and try to say, like, when they hand out the, um, when they have communion, they'll go ahead and hand out, what, fucking graham grape crackers juice, yeah. and grape juice, like some Welch's. <laughs> well, guess what? They try to they, they try to say that in the Bible, because, of course, there are uh, no tradition, uh, scripture only, sola scriptura. Yet, in the Bible, when it says wine, they're like, oh, no, 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 what Jesus actually meant um, we translate that word as wine, but what he actually meant was grape juice. Grape juice ferments very quickly. <laughs> All right. So quickly that it wasn't until um, we um, discovered the means of pasteurization, I believe, um, about 100, 150 years ago, that you could actually make in, um, grape juice that you could actually sell mm -hmm. like welch's was didn't have the ability to even be a company selling grape juice till 100, about 100 years ago mm -hmm. so i really don't think that uh <laughs> grape juice is what uh jesus went ahead and turned that water into yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm with you jake i am with you yeah, so um, the Orthodox Church, the Catholic Church, has never had an issue with alcohol in moderation and stuff. Yeah, and, because you can't take away pussy and alcohol, bro. Like, God damn, let a bro get some <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, but like, Man, uh, blow his fucking like, brains out. <laughs> and you know, uh, it's been a tradition of many monasteries to make mead, wine, and beer. You know, mm. so. Yeah, so I got no problem if the church wanted to go ahead and make it, but this isn't that, unfortunately. It'd be hmm. cool if it was. I'm ro I'm rolling. I'm just saying they they jocked y'all name, so I'm I'm surprised there's been no legal action. 
Oh, don't I worry. Against these boys. Oh, don't worry. Uh, I'll, <laughs> <It's I'll coming>. Yeah, um, but talking about my hair, so I had my, um, my dad called me up yesterday, and he's like, hey, Jake, uh, I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow, um, you mind giving me a ride? Yeah, sure, no problem, Pops, um, and he ends up calling me back, he's like, yeah, can you be here at 7 (laughs) a.m.? Oh, like... What's your appointment, Dad? <laughs> Eight thirty in Ann Arbor, about fifteen minutes away. <laughs> yeah, so... I'll be there at seven, Dad. <laughs> sure, uh, I can be there. Will I? <laughs> so I mean, you know, uh, and then so I get up this morning, and I'm like in the middle of my morning prayers, and he calls me at six fifty to make sure that I was awake and everything, like. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man, Pops. I said I'd be there. I'll fucking be there. Um, he probably just got a track record with your other brothers. Like, you know, <laughs> let me go ahead. I know Jake ain't, probably ain't like this, but I'm not about to leave it up <laughs> to nobody else. Let me give him a good ring. <laughs> well, and then he goes, uh, like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be leaving uh, in a few minutes here. And he's like, all right, well. Uh, I'll go ahead and step outside and wait outside for you. Like, <laughs> you can sit in the fucking house till I get there. Like, I can go ahead and give you a call when I pull up, Bob. So it's not that. Okay, wait outside. Wait outside. That's fine. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> what you so, do is cold as shit this morning. Wait outside, Dad. So I I I go out to the car and the, you know there's snow on the car and I'm like fuck it I'm not even gonna scrape it I'm just gonna go ahead and see. <laughs> Look through the streaks of this ice, snow, sleet shit on the windshield, and hopefully, and I mean, I don't know, it's 7 o'clock in the morning, there shouldn't be no fucking kids out in the road for me to hit on their bicycle, so, like, I should be alright, he's just around the corner, uh, so I head on over there, and, uh, I get there, and he's not outside, I don't know if he was and he gave up on it because he doesn't have any faith in me, but he was inside. I saw his blinds move when I pulled up and like he saw the lights hit his apartment. I saw the blinds move and like he was out. So I don't know why he ever thought that he needed to go outside to fucking wait on my ass at seven o'clock in the morning in the snow and ice and rain. But uh, uh, he told you that to make you feel bad to hurry your ass up. Like, I can't have dad sitting on the porch dying. Bro. <laughs> so then i get that you know so then he comes on out and he pulls the sleeve of his coat down past his hands and he's uh, he starts wiping my headlight and he's like you got snow on this light i'm like well yeah i got snow on all the fucking windows dad i was in a rush to get over here and then he starts wiping like his using his coat sleeve to wipe the snow off of his window i'm like dad no i have a brush right here Get your ass in the car. I was just hurrying up to get over here. <laughs> so he finally got in and I wiped the windows off. Um, and, and then he and then he complained about his jacket being wet. <laughs> <laughs> but we're on the way to the hospital and uh um I can't remember what the hell it was he said, but uh he said something. Um and I was like, Yeah, you know, uh I went ahead and ended up taking the day off and he's like, What? I was like, yeah, yeah, I ended up taking the, just the whole day off work. Oh, because I asked him, I was like, 
about how long is this usually? He's like, oh, it's a few hours. I was like, all right, yeah, cool. Like, I, I ended up taking the whole day off, so it's good. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I took the day off. And he's like, I thought you work at home. <laughs> yeah, I do, but that doesn't mean I can just <laughs> for like five hours in the middle of the day, Dad. That boy, that's the type of work at home employee you don't want to you know, pay. Oh for. yeah. Pop stay work at home, me. You just at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do something every once in a while. It's like ten o'clock at night and you're applying. Thought I could just dip out for five, six hours of the day. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, uh, like, I, I, I have like thirteen hours of sick time still to use up this year, and it doesn't roll over. They won't pay it out or anything like that. So, I mean, it, it worked out for me. Yeah. So, like, it ain't no problem. I was well, looking for a reason to get off. I think time didn't roll. Don't roll. But um, but yeah, when uh we were at the hospital, and uh you know he's over an hour early for his uh, appointment. <laughs> but but see, here's the thing: he was also his uh, primary told him like like had scheduled him to get uh like a flu and or shingle shot today and stuff. So he was able to get that done beforehand before his uh, procedure and stuff like that instead of doing it after. Um, but I ended up catching my reflection in a window and my hair is all wild and shit. <laughs> I was like, pops, we've been walking around the hospital for like an hour and, and I've been looking like this and you didn't say anything. He said, like, I don't know. I thought it's just how you were these days. <laughs> I feel, I feel them though. We get about 50, 60, who knows how kids motherfucking hair gonna be? I can't tell you to change mm-hmm. your shit. That might be the new style. Because if I tell you to, what's wrong with your shit, you're gonna be like, you so old, dad. <laughs> <laughs> kids don't wear hair on their head no more. All the hair. <laughs> so the hair on your ears now. Get, get in the future. <laughs> Man, kids going ahead and shaving their heads, but like hairy ass dick. <laughs> Like the balls are shaved, but the shaft itself is furry. <laughs> it's like it's like a millipede with like them hairs all on her. Oh goddamn, bro, chill. <laughs> oh, that's funny as hell. <clears throat> How's y'all Christmas? It, it, it was a it was a Christmas at my family, so yelling and people getting angry for no reason. They, oh, be yelling, they be yelling at your crib, Wazzy? I, I just feel like... Uh, no, I, I, I go over to my, my parents because my brother... Saying, at, your, at your parents' house? For some reason, I just imagine your house being like a- absolute quiet all day until y'all all say, all right, bye, and then go home. <laughs> I, did, I don't know why. I just feel like all your people well, I, got your demeanor and y'all just kind of is a chill-ass household. Who the fuck is yelling in your crib? <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, chill is not what my family does. <laughs> like my my chill demeanor is probably uh, part of my, my my reason for therapy. Yeah, you just don't want to be the opposite. Yeah, those synapses no, got no, blown out. It. What was that, Jake? I was like, your synapses got blown out from all the yelling <laughs> that you've experienced. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, a, in a weird way, probably <laughs> just because I got sick of being angry at everybody. So. You guys be angry. I'm gonna chill. <laughs> I'm gonna do, do, do my thing. We had a steak au poivre, which was good. 
made a ribeye. My parents and brother had a filet mignon. Good steak, pepper crust, had uh, some scotch eggs. All of the, the food stuff was pretty good. But yeah. it's, my, it's, my, it's my it favorite. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Are you cooking you? all the steaks over there? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. You don't need uh, it because yeah. you don't trust them to cook the steaks or you just like it and you better at it? Uh, I like it. Um, and I also use, uh, the, the, the meter thermometers. So it like, it, it goes to your, your cell phone when it's all done. So cooking steaks is nothing. You, you do them on the, uh, like a grill pan or in, in like a, uh, a, a cast iron riddle of some sort, sear both sides, like five minutes each side, throw it in the oven at three fifty, and your thermometer will tell you when it's done. Yeah. That's exactly what I just do What sort of, uh, oil do you use to season your, uh, cast iron? Um, just normal, regular oil. I, I always prefer like olive the, oil mm-hmm. or uh, vegetable oil. Oh, okay. The, the 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 reasoning for for seasoning on most cast iron pans is to keep them nonstick. So just mm-hmm. any sort of oil creates that that, that layer. Mm-hmm. Big. Just don't use like a extra virgin olive oil because it'll burn and mm-hmm. you'll taste that burned forever. <laughs> Big facts. <clears throat> yeah, it was I, this Christmas banged. Um, we had um, Shonda's cousin stayed with us over the uh, the holiday. Woke up, played some of that Nutcracker, had it banging through the house on Christmas Day. Uh, while we put together uh, like all the gifts and open up gifts, you know, I got Jack so. The amount of fucking gifts he got is outrageous. All big shit that I have nowhere to put. My dad got him a train set. He called me. He's called me every day now since Christmas. You put that train set together yet? No, <laughs> dad. I didn't put that bitch together, bro. It's five feet. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't got nowhere to put this shit. And the box is for three-year-olds. So he's just going to Godzilla that bitch every time I put it together, <laughs> dog. <laughs> he's not going to respect this trace. Yeah, you ain't put it together yet? Come on, Mike. Put it together. So I'm like, all right, Paz, I'll put it together this weekend. God damn. Together. You said what? Make him come over and put it together if he wants you know, it to together. That's a good ass idea, Wazzy. Come on, Grandpa. Get your ass on over here. And put some shit together. Um, hey, you know, you know, I can't, you know I can't get down on the ground. Yeah. Uh, my knees. <laughs> my dad would never ever say no shit like that. He had died <laughs> before he <laughs> said he can't do something. <laughs> no, Pop, you can't go to hell. Watch me. <laughs> but you can't jump this BMX bike from this building to that building. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we went to see my mom got back on Christmas day from, uh, her nursing shit. She was out in New Mexico on oh, some COVID nursing shit. So, um, uh, we went out to see her just because she took a test and was negative. So we was like, all right, we good. Um, and then my, we all showed out. Everybody gave some good ass gifts. So I was happy as hell. Walked out of there carrying a lot of good shit. Good to see my brother, sisters. So it was a good time. Um, Jake, did that dildo come in? <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. Um, 
<laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, no. Um, but you guys, you guys keep talking about uh, Christmas in the past tense, man. It's it's only the sixth day of Christmas. Oh yeah, you're right, Christmas bro. It's is still, still going it's on, still, bro. I feel like it's still going on too. I still got the Christmas spirit. I'm a little tired. Uh, yeah, it, it's only day six, man. You gotta keep that energy up, bro. Um, we're not planning on taking down uh, uh Christmas stuff till February. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh. My shit might stay up till after that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about when I'm gonna take my shit down though. But um, no, I mean, let's see here. On the sixth day of Christmas, all of Julia's stuff had come in, so that was good. Oh uh, yeah, um, clutch. But um, that's all that. Matters. But it was the secret Santa. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, what was it here though? Uh. Oh, uh, you would be happy to know that I got Julia uh, another really sexist uh, gift. <laughs> I got I got her a food processor. <laughs> I better process that food after you open it up with that can opener, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Sending your was... ma- sending your camera a little. Mo- oh no, you good? It's just how I got this set up. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, she was over the moon for it, and it was hilarious because, like, I was like, oh, "Yeah, Mike's gonna," uh, I was like, "Mike's gonna uh, <laughs> roast me for uh, being sexist and stuff." And she's like, "Jake, feel free to continue being as sexist as you can be, because <laughs> the sexist gifts are the best gifts." Okay, I'm I'm trying to tell you, bro. Y'all be y'all this feminist movement gonna ruin it for y'all girls. <laughs> you know, these girls uh, y'all be mad as hell. These girls some girls want men's in their life. I'm sorry to tell you this, but <laughs> dudes that's gonna take control and dudes and some girls like doing stuff that is considered quote unquote girly stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> so <clears throat> Yeah, I, I ain't mad at the food processor though, cause it's it's some shit that she gonna use and enjoy. It's, it is just funny that you, all your gifts just seem to have that theme. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, babe, I got you a car washing kit. So make sure you get outside and put a put a wax on my motherfucking car too. <laughs> That's crazy. What was that, Wazzy? Oh, I w- I was just thinking about how many cooking shit type stuff I have gotten. So does that make me uh, a woman? Yes, it does. <laughs> it, it does not. Estrogen flowing, bro. <laughs> who, yeah. who the hell do you think uh, Gordon Ramsay is? Does he even seem feminine at all? <laughs> That's a man's man. <laughs> well, and that was a funny thing that I was, uh, um, when I was at the hospital with my pops, uh, the TV had, some bake like some kids baking challenge on and for one it was just really weird it was surreal because it was the current season so it's being shot during covid times and it's a competition so like they're all social distancing in this kitchen like near each other um and it just seemed like i don't know why don't you maybe promote another show (laughs) this year give this one a rest a little bit um but like all of the boys, like all of the girls were completely normal. Like they weren't girly girl. They weren't uh, tomboyish. You know, it was like the it's whole spectrum people, of yeah. <laughs> right. But all of the boys were extremely feminine, <laughs> and like none of them had their fathers there. It was just their mothers mm-hmm. and stuff. And like I don't see, and, and like that's one of the things that frustrates me with similar language about 
a, a, a lot of the gender studies stuff. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with men who are men, um, who like cooking, right. who like baking, who like writing beautiful, like sappy poetry yeah. and shit like that. Like, there's nothing. Like, you could be a, a, a I mean, I don't hell, think, look though. at. Right, but I mean, like you could look at. Uh, I think two great examples I always bring up are like David Bowie and uh, Prince. Like, they were slaying it. <laughs> but can you get more <clears throat> feminine men? You know, like man, uh, well, just because you was, like, yeah, ten years of, of metrosexual being like, <laughs> I mean, like a big thing. I yeah. that. I that was that. funny. The whole guys don't get pedicures and manicures shit <laughs> but you is you right though like come on bro what makes you a man are we talking about girls who got more than prince like what are we talking about <laughs> right pussy could hoop pussy was a dog-ass musician like i don't know what to tell y'all it's, these things these terms are you know uh ridiculous but and you put that man in front of a griddle and he's serving up pancakes yeah and but it also <laughs> it goes deeper than man and woman shit too like we can even look at cool. I remember in high school, that's all motherfuckers wanted to be was the cool kid. And in order to be cool, you had to do the cool things. What what sport did you play? You know, what girl was you dating? What you know? What what skill did you have? It wasn't cool for me to watch anime and play video games back in high school. You was that was still like the nerd thing, the geek shit. But guess what? I did everything else that everybody else thought was cool. But I also play games like a motherfucker <laughs> i also you know watched anime so eventually people started doing the shit and was like all right that's cool now you go online and everybody talking about you know how drag how important dragon ball z was when they was a kid and i'm sitting back like i wasn't talking to none of you motherfuckers about none of y'all talked about dragon ball z with me i was watching that shit every day daily and it was only me and two other kids and i knew you back then motherfuckers so stop lying you was the same one making fun of, are you doing that goku that well, who was that that's uh that's goku call every character in dragon ball z goku like no that's not goku bitch is that the bald goku <laughs> no that's Grandpa, ho. <laughs> like so it's just it's funny how these terms and how people just try to put certain shit in a box all of this shit is cool you can be cool you can be a man you can be a woman like it's not that shit is not dictated by the shit that you like bro <laughs> i promise you it's not yeah well and the funny thing is um like i think the reality of the matter is that's much more important how genuine and authentic it is mm-hmm. like the expression of it is um but also like you know you bringing up sports um some sports are just like depending on the culture easier to approach like it's much easier for us to approach something like football and have an appreciation for the skill in that than say figure skating True that. um so so we have to sit down and actually watch figure skating more in order to develop that relationship and that appreciation of it but it really doesn't matter what is thought of as cool like if you commit yourself to it and like you're really about it you can make the uncool cool exactly because what we're seeing is you you know like there's a reason why you've been out on the ice mm-hmm. fucking hours after hours after hours well you got countless bruises and shit like that twisted ass ankles and broken knees like that's true because even think about soccer how 
how much we make fun of soccer, and especially when I was in school and when y'all was in school, like it was like you play soccer, ugh, like you gotta be soft to playing soccer. Even as much shit as we got about for playing, you said what? Why? I played for six years, so thank you. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I played years too. I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm just, but we they would talk so much shit about soccer, but soon as like it also depends on how good you are at your shit too, because we had we had two dudes at our school that was actually ranked top uh, one and two in the nation at our school. So yeah, soccer is trash, but. Y'all motherfuckers is cold. They would get. They got respect off of that. You, oh, you going to Duke for college to play soccer? Like, even though we don't like soccer, we respect the fact that you is like super good at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And super good just sounds such a basic ass term, but that's you're really that's, good, though. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit got around. So it's I don't know. It, we just so fucking fake that it hurts my stomach sometimes. Like, okay, you well, hate yeah. soccer, but since he's going to Duke and you think he might be successful, you want to be on his dick and, 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 you know, be his friend now. Like that shit weak as hell. Like, do you like it or is it not? Is it for men or is it for not? Dog? Stop being so fucking wishy-washy and just, <laughs> you know, it's it's always been trash. Well, not to mention, especially like you could go ahead and say that it's a super weak sport and everything. But all right, go ahead and lace up those cleats, right, let's, boy? Let's let's actually play a full game. Yeah, no, there's go no ahead, break. Run around for ninety minutes, bitch, and tell me how you feel. <laughs> right, let's let's see if you can even do the full game. <laughs> Legs feel like Jello, big Jello, boy. <laughs> you know, um, go ahead and throw on a couple of blades and and let's get out on the ice oh, and see what rap. you could do. You know, like it's a wrap. I just um, went skating. <laughs> i'm liable to go ahead and snap an ankle bro i'm trying to tell you bro i'm all right bro i, I need i need another couple months to get my shit together <laughs> and you know that's kind of like my thing with like football and, and all that jazz like am i a big fan of it no do i watch it no but i mean i honestly if like like i, I can sit there and really appreciate the skill mm-hmm. um like there, there, there's an uncanny sort of talent that's that's required for any of these sports. Um, do we overvalue them? Um, I think that that's you know something that we could debate um, in all that jazz, and that's where most of my frustration comes from is like the overemphasis I feel on these things. But I, I can't go ahead and deny the fact that um, they are doing a very difficult job, and, and it has a high risk too. Yeah. Yep. That is a good debate. Is it overvalued? Because it's not. It, it's not like uh, it didn't start off where players was getting you know a hundred million dollars for five years to play basketball. You know, and when these sports start off, these guys still need second and third jobs while they play, it was playing these sports. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They was, was barely get minimum wage to go around the, you know, state to state to play these sports. So what about it did make it get from, you know, making $10,000 a year to making $30 million a year, you know? Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. <clears throat> because on one hand, I do, I agree with you. Like y'all making too much money to dribble a ball or to catch a ball. But on the second hand, y'all didn't just get there. People right. obviously love this shit. Somebody, you know, people was obviously obviously throwing no money at it. So is this entertain? Are we undervaluing the amount of entertainment that it is bringing people on a daily basis? I don't know. I yeah. Mean, my, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, you go, Ross. I was gonna say my my guess is that you have people like um, like Federoff, and everybody wants to be a little bit 
get paid a little bit more than the previous best guy. Mm-hmm. And it just it that's been going on for 50 years. And if it's half a million dollar higher every single year, or even a hundred thousand higher every single year, it's gonna add up. Mm-hmm. But where do you get this money to even pay these guys that much money or justify paying them? You know, I know I mean, where you get it from. I'm just saying <laughs> and, and advertising from- is the reason that I can't I, I I never got into football when I was young. If if there wasn't a three minute advertising break every time the ball stopped, you know I could probably watch it. Like college ball, I I can watch it. I'm not a fan of it, but I have no problem watching college ball. Um, it it just it's one of those things where where like three different systems all working separately created the effect, and mm-hmm. yeah, you'd have to take all three. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and that's that's really like the nature of pretty much most things, right? It's a lot more complicated. There's not just one single silver bullet, <laughs> right? So, do y'all think that if we started national, uh, yeah, nationally, nationally televising uh, surgeries and classrooms, like teaching, and doctors would start getting paid way more money <laughs> because. I don't know because it's I mean, like you said, it's a combination well. of fans, advertisements, all that shit goes into how much money you get paid. So now we take it to we take these things to another level. <laughs> well, I mean, doctors get paid well, right? So, um, but the teacher thing that would be hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, oh, oh, Miss Walsh, she's she's gonna go ahead and correct us. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she teacher of the year for show, bro. MVP, man. Like, I can't tell you what she doing. <laughs> Top, yeah, top social he, studies he in the West. Which uh, say even that, like even thinking about if doctors get paid too much, because they, you know, they they get paid a lot because medical licenses and and degrees and all that costs a lot. But why does that cost so much? I mean, public yeah, university so level should be. Sorry. I was just saying, yeah, what is so expensive about sharing that knowledge? So, I mean, again, that one is another trickle down. I mean, yeah, the insurance falls into that, too. Why is a medicine that costs $20, $20 to make three to four hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. What's my man's name with the face uh, that bought the Wu-Tang album that got arrested? Oh, <laughs> boy's name. <laughs> uh, the insulin. Yeah, he fucked up insulin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> douchebag McDouchebag. Yeah, hold on. Let me... I can't remember his name. It's, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to say it's like Shock or Shrock, something like that. Shock <laughs> uh, That's it. This dude's face. Martin Screlly. That's a Screlly. terrible name. My boy, look at Martin Screlly's face. He, he looks like someone who would be named Martin Screlly, you know? <laughs> uh, the price of AIDS fighting pill from $13.50 to $7.50. God damn. <clears throat> He's Screlly ass looking motherfucker. Bro. Look at, yes. But look at that second picture at the top. From the top left, the second picture. <laughs> oh. <laughs> If that's not a face you want to punch, I don't know what I it don't is. Know, bro, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, oh, so man, that's good stuff. We definitely pay doctors a lot because to like essentially reimburse them for uh, 
all of the the uh the debt that they have because of uh, med school and licensing and all that jazz um but i i mean i assume that another uh yeah like i also assume and and it's just an assumption that it's also part of the prestige of the job that you know we value what you're doing as a community service so so highly um as being a factor in that but when i don't know when i think of like some of like the church saints that were um um healers and stuff like that that like ran hospitals and stuff um they were they definitely weren't getting paid and all that jazz so um similar to sports like with how they weren't getting paid and had to to work and fight to get paid what they're getting paid now i wonder what like the sort of the history of the uh the the doctor uh salary is like and yeah. if we see a similar sort of spike and, and, and increase in it or not um that's a that's a that's a good ass uh question jake i would love to see that as well because we they, they get paid a lot but even then is it enough for saving people's lives <laughs> you know what i'm saying a motherfucker just came in and would have died if you didn't get that bullet out of his chest the right way that you did and do all the stuff that you did. So how much is that worth saving another human being's life? I don't know. Right. And, <laughs> and I mean, and it's never just saving one person's life, mm-hmm. right? Cause like you, you save that one person's life and what else do they do in the world that could go ahead and save someone else's I mean, life? You know? Yeah, fire. you know, so like and that r- ripple. Yeah. I was, I thought you was going down the path of you save his life. And then now you're also saving his family from a grief that they would have had debt that they were not debt, but you know, costs mm-hmm. of the shit that they would have had to pay for, for, you know, death. And you save you, you are, and I need to think about, Hey, that motherfucker get to live. He get to do something, you know, better with his life later on you never know what that what that'll mean so mm-hmm. yeah even then i will love to re you know re-look at how much i don't even know how much these guys makes because there's doctors there's surgeons it's all different type of doctors that look at different type of shit so i don't mm-hmm. i don't know what the average salary for dudes with doctor in front of their name because there's then there's also dr ken jongs who's just actors so <laughs> Dr. Oz and (laughs) Dr. Phil. Jesus Christ, Dr. Oz, boy. Woo! That's a motherfucker. Dr. Phil's a good example, though. You take therapy, you put it on national TV, how much y'all motherfuckers trying to make, bro? Because he out here, he he out here therapizing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, therapizing. Without a license, but you know. doesn't matter wazi it's 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 hollywood nothing's real nothing's real bro as long as you got the right voice and the right the 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 perfect amount of i don't give a fuck mixed in with i want to help you and i might know what i'm talking about like you say anything convincingly enough motherfuckers will believe it (laughs) remember the uh the the old shows where you had like the ghost medium where like people were were doing those john edwards and shit (laughs) fucking piece of the shit god that's a piece of shit right there you want to talk about a turd (laughs) oh good lord oh damn that was bad i do wonder bad it felt like scammer was at an all-time high miss cleo's of the world oh cleo (laughs) 
like people calling for psychics. Call me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. For real though, I'd love to go to Jamaica someday. Man, we going to Jamaica in March if you know <laughs> if uh, COVID calm now. We we paid for this trip a long time ago, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's gonna be like, y'all. But <clears throat> what area? Do you know? I don't know. It's some. If we uh being bougie on this trip, so we five star resort, all expenses. So we we're barely going to be in Jamaica. Yeah, <laughs> twenty years ago, I think they had a there was a bar where if you wore a bathing suit, it was free entry. Oh damn, fire! <laughs> uh, I think it was Jimmy Buffett's. I want to say it, it was a, it was a musician's bar down there. Nice. I don't know how I feel about Jimmy Buffett still, but I, I'm thinking Warren Buffett. I'm like, what music that motherfucker made? <laughs> I, I, I can't remember who it was. It was it, it was the uh, people who make music. Yeah, that's funny. <clears throat> um, Wazi, you had anything on your docket, baby? Uh, I, I I had gotten an early Christmas gift for myself, but I ordered a VR headset and it came in a month earlier than the, the, the normal. Which so, one you grab, bro? I know you did some extensive research on it. The it's, HP G2. It's pretty good so far. I, I still need a new video card. Um, but I realized how out of shape shape I am by by playing Beat Saber. I get tired after playing a half hour of Beat Saber. Dude, <laughs> that's that shit. That's wild, a lot longer bro. than I thought you was gonna say. I thought you was gonna say five minutes, half hour. That's a good amount of time, bro. That's it, a good you workout. okay? I mean, you work okay. on it, but you okay? Yeah, you okay, bro? You I, I mean, like, like I'm, I'm sweating after a half hour. Yeah, I mean, you need it, buddy. Not, not you need it, but we all need a no. good sweat a half hour. I, I would be at that point five minutes in. So you good, Wazzy? <laughs> so keep it thing, up, but you're you got good. both of these things in your hand, and you gotta go. Womp, womp, it's a lot yeah. more than that, Mike. Don't don't. Have you played it, Mike? Oh no, I ain't played it. I seen the um. The yeah, there's a lot more videos, than that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how how is it even possible for some of these guys to do that shit? Is crazy. <clears throat> Autism, bro. <laughs> it's like a superpower out here. I'm bitching somebody being good at something. Jake just says Autism, bro. <laughs> That's... I'm trying to change the narrative, man. Everyone wants to talk about it like a negative. No, no. if you have autism, you're like a fucking superhero, bro. bro big facts, bro. Superhero. But no, um, uh, Wazzy, there's I can't remember the name of it, but there's some boxing game, and oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I know like you're not like right. I, I I have no idea. I haven't heard it from him, but um. Uh, and I know you're not into boxing and stuff, but if you want to talk about like a really good workout, just do one <laughs> match of like three rounds, two minutes each. And oh my goodness, that cardio, bro. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Because you, yo, you was playing it over your boy crib when you would watch his crib. Yeah. Is it this guy? Thrill of the, uh, the fight? Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh shit! Oh, that shit fire! That's only eight Bro. bucks. And and the the physics are really nice. Um, like uh, uh, the double end bag, the speed bag. Yeah. Um, it real like if you're just off a little bit with the speed bag, the the angle changes. Uh, depending on how hard you hit it, like it really reads all that shit well. And the physics are really nice. So um, 
I was really impressed uh, with that bad boy. That looks sweet. I own it now. <laughs> um, so I don't know how I always ask this because I keep forgetting. Does like the Oculus Rift and the HP, do they have their own stores for games that only work on their um, gear? Uh, or is it all just... You know. So Vibe Vibe has their own store and Oculus has their own store and the Oculus store is the Facebook store because mm-hmm. reasons. Um, some can work with Steam VR. This one is technically a Windows mixed reality headset, so it's on. It it it's a really bad ecosystem right now, but it's slowly getting better. Um, so there there's a Windows store that that has the Windows VR stuff. Oculus has their own stuff. Uh, Vive has their own stuff. Most things can run on Steam, but I, so I think I have to. If you download it off Steam, you'll be able to play it on that. On I'm, I'm mine. I can't download something from the Oculus Store and play okay. it on mine. For sure. So you only played that one game then, the Beat Saber? <laughs> uh, I played that. I played uh, a roguelike that's like Zelda, where you're like swinging a sword and stuff and stuff. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty bad at it, but it looks it could be fun. And then I, I bought Payday Two for a dollar y- y- yesterday. And- Hilarious! I just played Payday Two because it was free on Game Pass, and I did like the. It was like a long ass tutorial you had to do, so I was doing that. Um, well, seems Apparently like it might be a fun VR game. Right I didn't know that they had that shit on VR. That's hilarious. That's now, cool. was it? This isn't like your first little. Uh dip of the toe into vr is it no i i had bought the uh razor hdk2 but it didn't have any controllers it was just the goggles oh okay um so it was more of a what's the opposite of interactive it was a interactive yeah outeractive. i mean like it, it, it was controls were only mouse and keyboard or just looking around mm. uh so like a game like monstrum which is VR and it has like a one of three aliens chasing you. I haven't played that one yet on the new one, but a mouse and keyboard is just fine because all I have to do is like look around and I can mm-hmm. control on a mouse and keyboard. Uh, with these, you know, I'm up in my chair or I'm back there and moving around. So it's a much different experience. I would go ahead and also uh, suggest looking into, uh, I think it's called Robo Recall. That game was a blast. Um, Robo Recall. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially like uh, in the future, there's uh, all these help, like uh, kind of like Bionic Man type deal, uh, helper robots and stuff, and there's some virus that spreads that uh, turns them all like pretty much evil. So now you have to recall them hmm. by blowing them all up and stuff. And uh, You got to recall so them by blowing them up. <laughs> yeah 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 you're just because like they're killing people and stuff like that so you're going ahead and like so you reach down by your hip to like pull out new pistols once you unlock the shotgun you gotta like pull behind your back to get it and stuff they're all around you you gotta like uh you got bullets flying at you and and like the, the funny thing is like you could go ahead and uh catch bullets and throw them back at them <laughs> damn yeah so like so i mean it's not just like you're 
looking around and immersed in an environment with enemies at all angles, but you also have to like to you do have to duck and uh, sidestep and all that jazz. So you are using your whole body and um, oh man, that's just that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna look that up afterwards. Like, I want to play Alex, but I definitely want the new hardware before I play like a AAA title. Mm-hmm. With like Alex. Beat Saber, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't care how it looks as long as it, I can get everything in fine. But like Alex, I want to look at everything. And What's Alex? Admire. Half-Life Alex was in the, uh, the Index launch game. It's in the Half-Life world. So it's kind of like a mixture of Portal and Half-Life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I have no idea what the story is. Again, it's one of, the, of those things where I... I watched a couple minutes of gameplay, but I know nothing else about it. So, is it new? Uh, it's like a year old. Okay, yeah. So, bro. why'd you buy that one if you didn't think it could play Alex, DM, bro? Well, because I've been trying to get that video card, anyways. Oh, okay. I, I pre ordered this, I pre ordered the headset in October. Okay. Yeah, it's that, that video card that's holding you back, right? The show. Um, was it in our chat that somebody posted that yeah, portal Christmas friend. tree? Oh, I, well, no. You said uh, what? About a video card. Somebody had posted a, a meme about... Um, I'd seen a meme somewhere about uh, a portal Christmas tree where like someone had like a, a blue circle on their floor and like an orange circle on on like their ceiling and the bottom of the tree was going through the ceiling and the top of the tree was coming through the floor that's fire it's awesome. that to you <laughs> okay maybe maybe it was one of my brothers showed it to me but they showed it to me because they they had never played portal but they were familiar with portal through me mm-hmm. and they're like look at what this motherfucker said <laughs> and somebody had posted it was like look at this rick and morty tree and how cool it is <laughs> i hope they tore his ass up in the comments <laughs> i'll have to try and find it but oh look at this rick and morty tree you piece of shit you know the That's rick so portal you see it <laughs> that's funny um that's dope though, Wazi. I can't wait. And yeah, hopefully you get that damn uh that card soon. Jesus Christ. I have two pre-ordered okay. from two tier sites. Okay. So hopefully by the end of next month, but we'll see. Because I wanna it's a very specific card I want. Okay. End of next month. Who we that patience, dog. Hopefully by the end <laughs> of next month. I mean, I really wanted it for Cyberpunk, and since I've heard that it's a it's it's a good game, but it's not worth like going crazy over. I'm fine waiting until a couple patches for that hit, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can wait a little bit. I got seventy hours in on this shit now. <laughs> I, I, got, I, I can't tell you, I don't, I ain't playing the shit out this motherfucker. I was playing my, before my this brother. podcast. I'm gonna be playing it after this motherfucker. So <clears throat> Ryan's like a hundred hours in. Oh yeah, he's getting it in. Once Who? you start playing, I do want to talk Ryan, about my, my, I don't think I've ever said his name, Ryan. Yeah, uh, you ain't yeah. never ever said his name. I, I've, I've had to have said it once or twice. Nah, I know your brother's name just off the fact that we was trying to see if uh he went if to school knew at the same time. Yeah. But, and I, I still think you did, but you were no, in different I crowds. I, <laughs> I didn't go to Andover, so first of all. No, you were at Losser. Yeah. He went to Losser? 
No, he went to Andover, but exactly. there's a lot. A lot I, didn't of know, I don't know no Andover people, bro. Unless I knew a bunch of basketball. I, I knew a bunch of people from Losser, but I also went to model. Yeah. So that helped. I I, I wish I went to model or C Tech. What's that shit called? V Tech? Uh, I what that shit was called. <clears throat> it was something tech because it was for the engineering stuff. Yeah. Um. All right, well, Jake, break down um, why you was busting our balls this week with the Nutcracker. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean. Uh, just considering, just considering uh, Christmas and all that jazz, uh, and the the strong relationship um, culturally and within um, the ballet suite itself of uh, um, the presence of Christmas there, um, I thought it would be interesting. And not to mention, I'm always all over the board. You know, um, I really do enjoy a lot of classic. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like a poser by saying uh, that I enjoy a lot of uh, classical music because it's not like I'm super familiar with. I I, can, I couldn't go ahead and just be like, oh yeah, this is a uh, yeah. uh, uh, Vivaldi here mm. or something like that. Um, but um, fire picks only. <laughs> um, but I do really enjoy it, and I did. I was contemplating it for you guys, and I gave it a li- <laughs> this yeah. So, um, I I gave it a listen. <laughs> yeah, just put it on mute and play. Yeah, just, yeah, just play this shit. <laughs> this is the new thing. We gotta put a video on and just play it on mute while the other, while the person talks about the shit. Thank you. Um, but uh, he know he cares that shit. <laughs> um. We've been talking a bit lately. Yeah, so I listened to it and um, beforehand, and it was interesting listening to it because I'd never listened to the full entire suite before. And I'm sitting here like, wait, that's where that's from? That's where that's from? You know, and I was going back to like Looney Tunes and uh, Merry Melodies and shit like that, and just how much of. Uh, um, like the Russian dance and, and, and uh, the Sugar Plum Fairy dance and, and all that jazz that uh, they would go ahead and use in those. And uh, you hear all these bits and pieces all over society. Um, and so I was like, yeah, we're, we're going to go ahead and listen to it. Mike, I know you had been um, watching, rewatching some old Looney Tunes and stuff. So I, I thought it was the... Uh... The one dude I loved watching through through the entire thing. Oh this yes, dude. that guy. <laughs> he was the best. <laughs> but um, you know, so I, I Mike, I know you had been um, uh, listening or watching a lot of like Looney Tunes, if I remember correctly, recently and stuff. So I thought it would be interesting for you to go ahead and put it in the context of where it came from and all that jazz. Um, and. Mike, I can't remember of you, but I know Wazi, you were in choir and stuff. So I know like this music is familiar to you guys. Um, and lately we've been talking a bit about um, some of the philosophy of music, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, like the record industry and, and a lot of that jazz. So I thought that this would be an interesting thing to look at through that lens 
um, when Julia and I were um, listening and watching, for one, obviously, the composers are always wild. <laughs> you know, like, he, he's, he's wild and funny in this way, but, like, I can't remember. I think some uh, Mozart hit some on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dude in the middle here get, get, get gets into it a lot, too. <laughs> um, the um, Some Mozart had popped on after this, and... Um, for for me when we were watching it and that composer was very different from this guy but just as wild <laughs> and uh, uh it's, it's hilarious to me and and not to mention just watching you know harry potter is such a big uh part of um our so like sort of like societal makeup at this point and all that jazz and you're watching this man with a wand and how he's controlling these people kind of you know Mm -hmm. um it's that he's uh indicating to them you know things (laughs) to do and and all that jazz but uh and then not to mention you have how many people are there i don't even know how many people um in in the crowd or in the orchestra no, in the, or, yeah, in the orchestra. Yeah. Probably 50 to 60. Yeah, so you have like 50 people. Like it's one thing for a band of like four guys, five guys to m- play perform music in time with one another. Um but you got like 50, 60 people and and they're all committed. Like this takes a lot of dedication. Um, these people are incredibly dedicated to this. This is a major part of their lives, and and they've all chosen that for one. And then to go ahead and perform it in such sort of unison, um, like it's 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 really I don't know it's it's awe inspiring to me to see that many people unite um, in sort of like a single effort, right, to make this beautiful music and make it come alive. Um, but one of the things. I was thinking from like the sort of record label perspective um, is that we talk so much about like ghostwriters and all that jazz and like um, criticizing people for not writing their own music, but simply performing it and that sort of thing. But here you have like a tradition of uh, a composer writing some music for other people to perform um, and then compose or uh, not composers, but, um, uh, what, what's what's homeboy the, the maestro there? Uh, what do you call that? Uh, conductor. Yeah, conductor. But the conductor himself, it's not like he is rewriting it or anything like that. Um, he, I mean, I'm sure that there's some minor edits that may happen and that sort of thing. Um, we're going to go ahead and cut this little bit out or what have you, I assume. But still, he's simply conducting what someone else has written for, to be performed by these other people. Um, and, and, and not to mention the Nutcracker suite itself is a thing that existed be, before Tchaikovsky, um, you know, and, and he was, somebody told him to go ahead and, Hey, Do I want you yeah. right here, boy. <laughs> you know, as, as somebody had, uh, had asked him, to do his own take on the Nutcracker suite. Um, and then this is what he produced. Um, so I think that that's all interesting. So many of these things are like these large cultural stories that you haven't written, but you've in- inherited. It's part of your cultural tradition. And then this is your sort of perspective on it. You know, we hate on 
um, movies being a knockoff of X, Y, and Z, um, of just another reboot and that sort of thing. But this is kind of just another reboot of the Nutcracker, you know, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it, it hits really good, if you ask me. Um, yeah, and uh, there was one other point that I thought I had to make. Oh, and then not to mention, one of the things that's also impressive to me is just the fact, like, how long like this was written if i remember correctly like 1892 or something like that by tchaikovsky Uh, i think he composed it um and the fact that it's still being his composition of it is still being performed um and that it's a big thing every year i think i had read like something like six like ballet like 60 percent of the income that ballet the average ballet troupe in america makes is off of performing like the ballet choreographed dance part of the nutcracker um right are we gonna be here and hot in here in 3020 mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> right you know um and, and that's sort of uh, um ability to last um i think in itself is i mean is is really impressive so i don't know i guess that's uh my little piece that's this damn jake you fucked me up because i just thought this was some surface level merry christmas let's listen to some nutcracker this week and then you come out here with a dog ass in-depth analysis of all type of shit that i wasn't even thinking about while i was listening to this bro So first, I'm glad for so first of all, I'm glad you brought up the Looney Tunes shit because I've definitely been watching Looney Tunes and Animaniacs, and you, I just be in awe sometimes at the like the sound in both of those shows, Animaniacs especially this new season. I don't know how they keep coming up with songs like this. Like whoever's writing these songs is just so fire, bro. <laughs> like, especially like the first episode of the first season, they had one song about like basically like capitalism and how everybody be selling out. That just banged so hard. I had to, I rewound it like four times. Like, oh my god, y'all going crazy on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I turn this on, like I said, I turned this on Christmas morning. First, we played the regular. You know, uh, all I want for Christmas is use, you know, some Michael Buble, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we played the, we played the classics, um, Jingle Bell Rocks. And then I threw, I threw this on afterwards and the whole time it's playing. I'm like, damn, I heard this before. Damn, mm-hmm. I heard this before. Damn, I heard this before. Damn, I heard this before. Like we got mm-hmm. through the whole thing. I basically knew all the songs because I heard them somewhere. Like you said, bro. And I'm like, Damn. Whoever made this album made a banger, bro. <laughs> Classic, top to bottom. Five fucking mics in the source, bro. Like, this shit go crazy. And I'm like, that, and it was just a good vibe with the family in the house. We unwrapping gifts and shit. Eating, we cooked breakfast and ate it. The whole time, this shit was just playing. I'm like, that's <laughs> fine. This is a great pick. And I didn't even think about the shit you do was talking about. I just like, I just enjoyed listening to this and it's going to be on my rotation for Christmas, probably for the rest of my life. So <laughs> I'm going to just put that out there. Appreciate it, Jake. Um, look at my fans. <laughs> so, uh, this video is fucking amazing. So now let's take a little deeper dive into what you said about it. Damn. You are a hundred percent, right? We talk so much shit about people 
not playing shit. And then look at this here, classical music. And I don't know, cause so let me give y'all a background. When you're when you're trying to become an artist, the best for you to make your music, you have to set up what is called a BMI or ASCAP. Both of these are companies that basically track your um, sales and they track your uh, plays. So whenever you get a sale, you get a play, ASCAP tracks it, it brings it back to your artist. It's basically kind of having an LLC for your artist name, right? So when you sign up for ASCAP or BMI, it asks you, are you a producer? Are you an artist? Um, or are you a writer slash composer? And then, so those three, those are three different things, right? Producer, artist, composer, slash writer. And then it asks you, if you say you're an artist or a writer, what type of music are you writing? And classical music has its own separate category apart from like regular music. <laughs> so I don't, and because they just do it differently. Like y'all, like y'all can see now you can write classical music and then other people just play your shit. If it bangs, and I just love using the term bang for classical music. Cause like, <laughs> it, it, it's not, it ain't no hard shit, but it, it bang bro. Cause I'm the same as you, Jake. I, when I used to be coming home from work, I would turn on the classical station, bro. It just helped me calm my mind. And I'm the same as you. I'll never know who wrote what and who did what, but I just like listening to it. Cause it really does help me calm my mind, focus and, and get my mind right for when I'm coming home or for when I'm going into work, whatever I need to do to help out. So it's a whole different genre of how you can even make music off of uh, classical music. So the first part, when you brought it up, I'm and the first thing I was going to say is <clears throat> I don't mind musicians out here playing other people's music because your talent is not creation of music. Your talent is playing the instrument that you're playing, especially on this level. These people on this stage here are probably the best people at each of these instruments in the world. If not the best, they top five, top 10. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't just put together this band out of nowhere. They had to earn their stripes. They had to prove that they was, you know, first chairs. Y'all seen them movies where you had, they fight for first chair and shit in college. Like these ain't no scrubs. I also don't like most of these people. I don't know them, but usually I, I grew, like you said, I was in choir, bro. These people be a, a real bougie, real uppity. Um, and like had this weird ass, like, uh, you know, no, like right yeah, like <laughs> that bourgeois type attitude that I don't like. There are some good, there are some cool people who do shit like this, but for the majority, a lot of these guys are probably assholes, rich assholes. So, <laughs> but your talent cannot be denied. You, you worked hard as fuck at this thing. You got to where you are. You deserve to get paid. But what you brought up was the maestro. Then I'm like, that's a good point. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but as I'm sitting here thinking, I know that the maestro's job and the conductor's job is not easy because what they have to know what each person and each part of the band is supposed to be doing at what time. And they also have to have an ear to be able to figure out which part isn't sounding good, which part is sounding good and even better ear than that. I, they, they are usually able to point out exactly who's fucking up in the string section. They'll be like, all right, the strings is off. Everybody stop. Y'all play. No, nope. Jake, you just play. Play right now. You're you're down the octave. I need you to bring it up. Three notes. You, you got to have a better ear for that. Like, they can hear that type of shit 
while 50 motherfuckers is playing all at the same time, they be able to hear who's off and who's not. So there's some type of talent in there. Not some type. And there's a lot of talent in that. I don't know exactly what you would call it. <laughs> a good ear. Um, ability to lead something like that. I don't know. Um, but you right though, Jake, how do I pay? <laughs> how do you get paid? How do any of y'all get paid? I don't know how the splits work in this type of situation. I don't know what's going on. And look at that. <laughs> and do you get paid for this charisma up here? Like he's probably a cool ass guy outside of this. Dude. Like this swagger. I would love to have a beer with him. <laughs> too, bro. Like, or I guess a glass yeah, of wine. I'm about to say they don't drink beer. They drink, <laughs> they drink wine for sure. Um. Uh. So yeah, I I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this craft. I don't enjoy the people particularly, but. Um, I do. I just, I am always like flabbergasted when I see how many instruments, how many different instruments it is. And I, I just, like I said, me and wise was in choir. I know how hard it is to get even 20 people to sing a song correctly, <laughs> 50 people to play a song correctly and it sound good and playing it correctly in practice is one thing. Now you got to get on fucking stage and sing it or play it. And it's got to be flawless because these guys are about to be playing in front of some of the, you thought these guys are snooty. You're about to be playing in front of some of the most snootiest motherfuckers on earth. And they will be able to tell if you fucking up up there, bro. And you fuck up in a situation like this. A lot of times you probably won't get a gig again, not at this magnitude. So it's a lot of pressure for these guys, and it's it's kind of crazy. I don't know how these motherfuckers get paid. I feel like I always hear about people like this just being broke. So <laughs> like, no matter how high up you get, uh, you like you just you as you only as big as your last gig. I don't know. So I I got to do some more research into it. Um, but yeah, as as far as like the actual um album, banger. I love that that what he was doing right there, because it's like he was cupping the balls and <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, growing up, my my mom would always throw some sort of classical on during the holidays. Usually, it was Vanessa May doing uh, violin stuff or Nutcracker cats we had jesus christ superstar i I always had a various array of, of some sort of like classical-ish music so i had heard most of it and i think i'm i think i could re- remember the orchestra part of probably a third of it um but what what's funny is mike you were saying choir and that would have been the obvious place for me to go but i thought about it like raid leading like trying to get 25 people to do the correct thing at the correct time and how difficult that is. I mean, the, they're all professionals and, and the conductor doesn't like need to know every individual note and everything. Cause they're kind of there as a focal point. If you look at, at most of the people, they aren't even looking at the conductor. Mm-hmm, they, uh, yeah. A lot of it's for when there's like long counts and you have to see when a, a, a beat drops type of thing or when to start going active. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, conducting is one thing that I, I knew a little bit of from fire, but I didn't really learn too much. Um, and then uh, I was also thinking, I wonder what kind of interesting stuff uh, composers could have done in the past and having 
So like if you, if you look at, at the orchestra here, all of the basses are together, all of the violins are together, all of the clarinets are together. There'd be really cool like stereo 3D stuff that mm. composers could do. And we'll never know if that happened because we don't know the composure of the actual orchestra. Um, so I, I like I, I I never looked at at the orchestra like that like in how there's more I think there there there's like two drummers there's like nine or ten uh, violinists and um, they're kind of like volume knobs for current music production and interesting kind of some of that 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 random stuff that a composer would have to think of I mean if you have ten people playing at half volume or you have one person playing very loud, the actual level of noise could be similar, but it's going to be a completely different vibe. And and that is with the exact same instrument, only changing if you have one person who stands out or a very low like hum of a tune. So I, I wonder how much cool music will never know existed happen. Um <laughs> I don't know. I just there's a lot of cool things with a live per- performance of music that when there was no re- recording, you know, how do we know that uh, kings and queens didn't have a full like 360 orchestra around them if it was never re-recorded? Re- well, um, so on that point, um, I'd like to go ahead and say real quick, like um, <laughs> that's some boss shit. You just what? sit in the middle of a room and make everybody gather around <laughs> your ass and play to you. That's crazy. <laughs> I had it backwards. Go ahead. So, um, I've noticed some very interesting acoustics um, within uh, St. Peter and Paul Cathedral in Detroit there um, because of the architecture of it. And um, it's made me really wonder because... Um, within the Orthodox Church, like we've never adopted the uh, the organ. It's all always been only choirs singing, and um, the dome is a very prominent um, aspect of Orthodox architecture. And um, the architecture of the church is always incredibly important. And I don't know enough about um, like. Uh, acoustics and uh, architecture to, to really say anything but I have wondered how much of the acoustics and the singing plays into the tradition of uh, sacred architecture mm-hmm. and um, you know especially when you're looking at domes and the way voices reverberate even if the the um, yeah, I mean especially considering how palaces <clears throat> like the um, the monarchies um, were so closely related to the church. Um, I, I can't help but imagine that there was a similar-ish, at least, uh, tradition of architecture, and um, uh, those those sorts of things were also accounted for to a certain degree. Um, and, and it makes me wonder if perhaps the the king and queen weren't surrounded three sixty. <laughs> by uh, an orchestra but because of the acoustics they were still able to go ahead and get that 360 sort of experience um like those fancy sound bars that sound 
like a seven speaker setup, but it's a sound bar in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool thought. Yeah, it is. And it, you also, now that you brought that up, I do. It is curious to me. Like, this is one of those things where I would love to be in the studio to see how they even record this to get the recording to make it sound good and then put it on CDs and Spotify and shit, you know. Um, they're using there's a <clears throat> what you about to say was they're using some high quality mics there it's really hard to see but like okay. right here there's one right here there's one mm-hmm. yeah i know see. like a, um like orthodox chant those those sorts of cds are typically recorded in like a monastery chapel okay. or in a church um and that sort of thing which i find very interesting they're like no 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 this is where we sing you mm-hmm. bring your mics here yeah. <laughs> it would make sense though yeah this is how people like this this is the best way to hear it so why not record it in there I, and if y'all figured out if you know the best way to record it and the best way to hear it probably sounds pretty good <laughs> Some of these motherfuckers old as hell, boy. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> so, I was going to say, Mike, you were saying you, you hate a lot of these. And, and while you were saying that, I kind of, uh, these people, sorry. Um, I kind of, in my mind, saw it as like sports. Like these are the NBA players or yeah. the NFL players. Yep. So like the starving artist thing is going to be the, the like <clears throat> pro amateur and low, mm-hmm. my guess. Maybe they're all broke. Maybe dude right there has a cocaine addiction or something. <laughs> nah, you right, Wazzy. Because it's also about the circles you be in, bro. Where they, yeah, y'all not making, they probably not making 30 million or nothing like NBA players. But in that circle that they in, they the man. Like you said, these probably is the yeah. NBA players. So they, they getting enough money. They the man in the places that they go. People is on their dick, and you know that's. But that shit, it's the same way because I don't like a lot of NBA players neither. Or NFL players. Yeah. Uh, y'all motherfuckers be divas, and the older we get, the softer motherfuckers get. So, mm. <laughs> but that's a great choice, uh, Jakey Poo. I like it. Thanks. Think- I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> I really wasn't sure how much uh, how much you guys were going to uh, enjoy or not. I really, I really, obviously, like I don't put anything out that uh, hoping that you hate. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I'm really like this. I felt was like a risky, like, yeah. not risky choice, but a risky choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, but I'm I'm really glad. I knew you guys of, of anybody. You guys would probably appreciate it. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many times do you guys think that that composer orgasm or that uh, <laughs> uh, conductor orgasm though? Because he oh looked boy. he yeah. looked yeah. exhausted at points. Like yeah. he definitely just came. I, I like in the that middle. Boy he's right. drenched. <laughs> he said, "What was he?" Straight in the start. middle during intermission, he just gets up, walks out without like acknowledging anything. He just oh, God, everybody else. Charles, I only got so much time. <laughs> Old drippy draws over here. Diaper number one is full. Time to go get number two. Oh, God, bro. It's a busted night. It's like full orchestra and. And audience is wow. Okay, <laughs> what you got for us, Wazzy? All right, I got the last loud, uh, loud album, and then we'll do a uh, story oh. of Waz starting out young. So we got one more. It is the bullet. Uh, it's bullet for my Valentine. The poison. 
I thought that it was called The Last Loud Album. I'm like, damn, that's a crazy No, no. This is my last Loud Album, and then I will do (laughs) History of Waz through through music and interpretive dance. (laughs) (laughs) We want to get like a Squidward uh, joint like this. Pull it for my Valentine what? Poison? Uh, The Poison. The Poison, okay. And the first track is a lot quieter than the rest of the album, so don't adjust your volume to the first track. <laughs> I not say that much. All right. Well, maybe I want to, though. Maybe I want to, though. <laughs> you, you, you do you. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do you. You ain't got to tell me to do me. I'm already doing me. <laughs> Good shit today, boys. This is the No Consistence Podcast. Peace.